1: By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini-chords.
0: And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha? Let's start episode 281 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. And today's question was sent by Spencer And he uh, asks uh, for tutorials on playing varied hymn harmonies. What do you imagine, Osha, this could be, Osha?
1: Well, it always surprises me when people might think that there is one easy solution for, for such a complex issue. As playing various harmonizations. What do you think
0: about that with
1: this? Is it easy or hard
0: to do? For me it's easy, but I'm doing it for 20 years. So guys, it's difficult for the first 20 years, after that it's easy. Uh, But uh, we shouldn't discourage people like that. Um, Are there any um, shortcuts on learning how to harmonize hymns? I don't think so.
1: Well, some of them might be, but you still need to know to learn what the keyboard harmony in general is.
0: Mm -hmm. So your first probably step should be to Get familiar with the basic chords, tonic, subdominant and dominant, and their inversions, uh, six chord and 6-4 uh, chord. What else? Dominant 7th chord, maybe?
1: Sure, and then all the other chords, too. Mm,
0: when you say all the other chords, uh, it's too much, right? But you could actually harmonize with tonic, subdominant and dominant, any type of hymn, because they, they usually are written in one key. What about if the hymn modulates in the middle? Can you use tonic subdominant and dominant then?
1: Well, not exactly. Because, you know, when you modulate, you need to show more dissonant chords.
0: But if you treat this modulation as the new key, right? Constant key, excerpt, or episode. And then you find out what are the tonic, subdominant, and dominant chords of that key, of the new key. And only use those three chords in that passage. And then well, come back.
1: Well, in very simple modulation, you can do mm-hmm. that. but But really, not always it works. Usually, you, after a common chord, you need to show some specific you know, dissonant chord of a new key. Mm-hmm. And you usually not use you know, simple subdominant in that case. Mm-hmm. You need to add something more sophisticated.
0: So perhaps uh, Spencer could benefit from our courses on harmonization. Sure. Like uh, Harmony for Organist Level 1 hymn harmonization workshop your lessons with Victoria
1: yes and my you know sequences and cadences and modulations on the YouTube if you would play them all you can definitely you know play you know hymn harmon- harmonies varied it hymn harmonies
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: it will give you some basic ideas about keyboard harmony
0: So if you were a beginner, it's obviously very difficult for us to imagine that we are beginner. But if we are pretending, okay, for a second, that we don't know anything, uh, like with a beginner's mind, if you you would want to start learning music uh, theory and chords today, what would be your first step? Obviously those chords, right? Sure. What would you do today with them? On the keyboard, on the on the organ, you wouldn't jump in and harmonize the hymn with those three chords right away.
1: Probably not, but you know what I would do mm-hmm. if I would have to start from the scratch. I would try to analyze what it's written. Let's say I would take a hymnal and you know analyze a few hymns. I would see how you know how how composer uses you know the chords, how are they related in between.
0: What's the um, voice leading? That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe understanding and analyzing those written hymns would, you no, know, help me to, to, you no, know, to comprehend.
0: What are the forbidden forbidden intervals? What are some of the obvious rules of, 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 voice leading? Right.
1: Well, it's it's actually pretty simple, you know, if you would only follow those rules. But, but when you start to do it practically, then you will find out that, you know, the easier the rule is, the harder it is to apply in practice, actually. Really? Really.
0: I, w- I didn't think about that before. Why?
1: Well, even, you know, young Bach used some parallel fifths in his famous works.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: never did it later on in life. But actually, you know, those simple rules, I can mention a few. Mm-hmm. You need to avoid all parallel fifths and octaves you need to avoid augmented intervals in any voice. Well, then you need to avoid two big leaps in a row facing the same direction. Because if you do a leap, then your voice needs to change direction. That's how Mm -hmm. music works. Let's say you cannot do two, let's say, fifths in in a row
0: Mm -hmm.
1: going... Up or going down?
0: One voice has to jump a perfect fifth and then go down, let's say, a major third. That's right. Or a perfect fourth.
1: That's right. And then, of course, you need, him no harmonization to avoid voice crossing. Mm -hmm. It means, you know, that soprano always stays above all other three voices. And, you know, alto then is below soprano and tenor below alto, and no bass is the lowest voice. Mm -hmm. And you avoid crossing them.
0: So, alto should be between soprano and tenor. And tenor should be between bass and alto. Yes. Always.
1: Yes, and then you, of course, need to look at the accidentals. Let's say if you have dominant chords in minor key, you need to raise the seventh skill degree. And uh, sometimes people do that, let's say in soprano, which is given, and then uses the seventh skill degree in the bass, for example, and forgets to add that, you know, seventh skill degree raised, mm-hmm. and um, it sounds really bad.
0: That's a harmonic minor.
1: That's right. The same, you know, in major, if you use like harmonic harmonic major with sixth skill degree lowered. You need when to do it, you know, consistently.
0: But that's rare in hymns.
1: Yes, in hymns that's rare. But not a dominant in a minor. Mm-hmm. With the 7th skill degree it's pretty common.
0: Mm-hmm. And that means that the dominant chord is always major.
1: That's right. And another major mistake that you can make in the harmony, conventional harmony, to use subdominant key chord after a dominant key. I think this is, to you know, the, the worst mistake that you can do.
0: Mm, why is that?
1: Because, you know, after a dominant chord, it has, you no know, seventh seven skill degree in itself, so it sounds very unstable. And after a dominant chord, you need to use either another dominant chord or you need to resolve it into a tonic chord. But not to use subdominant, which is, you know, has not such a big tension as, you know, a dominant.
0: Mm-hmm. Leading tone or raised seventh scale degree is always the least stable degree in a scale.
1: That's right. So after, you know, you in harmony, usually, you know, we build up the tension and then we have to release it. That's how it works, No, in a normal way.
0: Mm -hmm. So after subdominant, after less tension, you could get more tension with playing a dominant chord. That's right. But if you do it the other way around, then the tension gets less, but the chord is not resolved, so it's strange. Yes, it is. Tonic after the dominant sounds well. But subdominant after the dominant sounds more jazz-like.
1: That's right. And we don't want that in him playing, probably.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's our general ideas for Spencer and uh, everybody who are interested in creating varied him harmonies uh, to start uh, their own harmonization journey. And check out our courses on that. They're really big help. If if that's what our students tell us are true. And they're of course telling the truth. Thank you guys for sending us those questions. Please keep writing more your challenges and dreams about organ playing. What you want to achieve in six months, in three months. And what's stopping you from achieving your dream, even in a short term, maybe in a month, if you have a challenge coming up, maybe like public performance, we could uh, try to help you get unstuck. Right, Osha?
1: Yes, that's right.
0: And remember, when you practice,
1: miracles happen. the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help.
0: Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent.
1: John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me.